Hi filmmakers, Jason Brubaker with Film Making Stuff where we show you how to make, market, and sell your movie without the middleman. I'm talking to you from sunny Southern California and I'd like to welcome you to the show. Today I want to talk to you about the new model of filmmaking. As a filmmaker, it is no longer enough to simply make a great movie and sell it to the highest bidder. Lower production costs coupled with the rapid surge of distribution opportunities means that in order to succeed, you need to start viewing yourself as an entrepreneurial filmmaker. Now, this new model, this is absolutely the new model of filmmaking. Filmmakers must now take a more comprehensive approach to the business side of independent film. And as a result, what I'm about to share today in our short time together is a little bit radical. So if you'd like to bury your head in the sand, that's understandable. You can, you can push stop right now and you don't have to listen to this. I'm just kidding. I hope you'll keep listening to this, but let's talk about the new model of filmmaking. Now, traditionally, when making a movie, filmmakers break down a script, they create a schedule, they figure out who they can hire, they create a budget, they raise the money, they hire freelancers, they pay the freelancers, they make the movie, and then they sell the movie. And in this old model, long before non-discriminatory video-on-demand distribution, the idea of making a movie was a lot like the lottery. Very few filmmakers ever gave thought to the marketing and eventual sales of the movie. They just made the movie. They traveled to the festivals and the film markets, crossed their fingers, and they hoped for the best. It was a model based on hope. And, you know, in the event, a good distribution deal actually came about and transpired, and the investors got lucky. But if that didn't happen, if the deal didn't come, if the money didn't come back, investors would once again learn the age-old lesson that, and you know this, filmmaking is risky. In the meantime, after wrapping, all the freelancers, they collect their final checks, they move on to their next projects. Um, and let's, let's be honest, most of the freelancers that, that work on the shoot that you hire, they're going on their next projects, they don't care so much about distribution or the actual success of the movie because you know their investment in the project is over. They've been paid for their services. So... There was a time, you know, in, in recent history when making a feature film was, you know, pretty expensive. It, it was cost prohibitive. You know, the market back then, if you were lucky enough to make a movie, the market had a lot less competition. And you also had the physical video outlets. They were abundant. So you, you get a movie when, in, a, in an era when it was hard to make a movie and you have an, an abundant uh, physical outlet like Blockbuster Video or Hollywood Video, et cetera, et cetera. You know, um, it, it was crazy. And there were a lot of festivals out there that were coming around where you could get your movie into the various festivals and um, distributors back then. You know, if you think about it, they were even a little bit less picky because there wasn't as much content flooding the market. But now, and, and I'm sure you know this, anybody with a camera can go – and make a good-looking movie. Now, it doesn't mean everybody can make a good movie. I'm not saying that, but it does mean that if you push record on that camera, you're going to get something that's cinematic quality. It might not be well-lit, but the resolution is going to be pretty darn good. And what it does is, you know, everybody with their camera making movies, it puts more product in the marketplace, and you combine this with all the decreased distribution outlets, and what we're dealing with now is excessive supply. We have an oversaturation of movies in the marketplace. And let's, you know, the added competition, it continually floods the marketplace. It subsequently decreases the potential for return. 
And if you put all this together, and I'm not trying to be overly pessimistic here, not at all. This is going to be optimistic, I promise you. But the truth is, if, if we look at the filmmaking landscape right now, it's really tough to rise above the noise to get your independent movie seen and sold. But here's the good news. You know, even though what we're experiencing in the film industry is the equivalent of sweatshop labor flooding the market with cheaply produced product, the, and we're dealing with all these diminished margins, the truth is filmmakers must now take a page from everyday business because in a sense, what I just described to you is any business. All businesses deal with competition. It's just the concept of competition is finally new for filmmakers, right? For independent filmmakers. So if you want to succeed... Here's one strategy. Start thinking in terms of volume. Instead of putting 100% focus on simply making one movie, I'm here to propose that the new model of filmmaking involves planning for and creating a slate of at least 10 movies and doing it on a minimal budget. In other words, we need to think about our movie business and ourselves like entrepreneurial filmmakers who are running a mini studio or a small factory. And instead of hiring freelancers, I suggest getting a core group of people together where you either partner or you raise some money and you create salaried positions, but you want everybody on the team to have skin in the game, a percentage of ownership, a percentage of profits. And I know some of this stuff might seem outlandish and it's far away from maybe what you're thinking about with your one film project. You know, I'm, I'm not here to help you think small. I'm here to help you take small steps towards bigger and bigger and bigger goals, you know? And so let's start viewing our filmmaking as an upstart model, right? Where we're startup entrepreneurs. We're putting together some projects. We're putting together a company. And our product, our product is our movie. You know, I've been working in distribution for a long time, and we actually describe movies as product. We use that word, literally. Hey, we need some more of that family-friendly product. Hey, we need some of that product, you know, that stuff with the girl with a horse. Hey, we need some zombie ninja apocalypse product, you know, and I'm just being goofy, but your movie's your product. And I'm saying produce it in volume. Now, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. Obviously, I can't cover it all in one podcast, but I wanted to get you thinking a little bit, right? So the next time you start, you know, sketching out your movie projects, force yourself to think bigger. Don't just focus on the one product, but start focusing on all the products that are going to come after it and create a little product roadmap for yourself, just like any other business. If you want some information on how to market and sell your movie, which I think all filmmakers could benefit from, regardless of where you're at in the process, check out the training program I put together at howtosellyourmovie.com. And once again, howtosellyourmovie.com. Anyway, this is, uh, this is a filmmaking podcast. My name is Jason Brubaker. I run the ever-growing popular website, filmmakingstuff.com. And you can always email me, jason at filmmakingstuff.com. Talk to you soon. Thanks.